now listening to the Seventh Rounders. And we're back. Uh, this episode uh, is going to be titled Sassy John. Uh, he's he's already like mushing me. Like I'm trying. I'm like I haven't seen John in a week and a half, two weeks, and then all of a sudden it's like, but would you hurry up and start? I have all day. So I'm Testy Chad, Testy Chad, maybe. Um, Connor, how was your weekend? I mean, my weekend was fine. I got absolutely steamrolled betting this past week. I think I missed, like, after last night, I bet on some action, missed that game. I think I'm I'm 0 for my last six. Just some brutal, heartbreaking losses. Chargers dropping a touchdown pass hurt me. Clemson just fell fell apart at the end of that game. I thought we had it. I had live bets on Clemson. I had everything going right for me. They let Ian Book drive the field with, like, a minute to go. Travis Etienne running out of bounds. Uh we can talk about that when we get to the game, but my weekend was fine. Just Good. didn't go as well as I would have liked betting wise. We should ask John how his weekend was though. Guy attended his second wedding, I first, believe, in two months. First wedding, first wedding in my life. No idea who you're. Th- you have another wedding coming up though, right? Or no. there's another friend that's getting married. Am no. I making this up? AJ, John, I swear. AJ John. is getting married, but that is not until 2022 now. John, you okay. got you were at a wedding like a month ago, weren't you? I swear to God, he was at a wedding. No, never been at a wedding in my life. I was at a bat. I was at. You're thinking the bachelor party. Oh, okay. uh, the bachelor all right. party. yeah. You're thinking the bachelor party. Okay, so it's okay. Uh, no, wonderful, beautiful ceremony. This one's for the Searcy's. Uh, shout out to Chris. I don't know if he listens or not. Honestly, have no idea. But shout out to Chris. Beautiful ceremony out at Aurora Farms in Greenville, South Carolina. MVP of the weekend was Marissa, the bride's dad, Kevin. Animal, that's all I'll say. Um, what a what an animal. But, yeah, it was fun. You know, Chris made it a Friday wedding, gave us a full day of uh, football on Saturday. Yep. Got down Thursday, had a big night Thursday night, big day Friday for the wedding. And then Saturday we got to uh, – we watched South Carolina lose 48-3 to <laughs> at home. Against Texas A&M, uh, I bet on Clemson, so it sucked they lost for my financially. But uh, you know, it's nice that they lost. Uh, it's always good when Clemson loses, especially when Carolina loses. Actually, uh, I'm full, fully on rooting for Ole Miss to take us behind the shed this week, uh, so Muschamp gets canned. I can't believe that he's still employed right now as I'm talking. But yeah, so uh, weekend ended with a Cox loss. That's usually how it goes. It can't always be good. It can never just only be good. Um, but yeah, happy to be here. Made it back in one piece, you know, feeling uh, tired still, not really feeling refreshed yet. Probably won't be for a while, but that's how Chad. my weekend was. How was your weekend, Chad? And do you have a question? For me? Yeah, I do. Did your loss on Saturday, was it made up for on Sunday? Yes, I was the drunkest man in Carolina Alehouse Saturday night it was made up for. Dad. No. John. You didn't hear that. Loop that out. Oh. John, did 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 your Sunday make up for your Saturday? I heard your question. I just wanted to throw that in there to get my dad all riled up because he's he's probably sent me a text already by now saying how proud he is of that statement. Uh, Yes, though, the Dolphins are a good football team. I don't think anyone now can really say otherwise. They're a good football team. Two is legit. 
it's so nice that he came out and had that game that he had after everyone was all, including you, hating over the Rams' performance. Like I said, the Rams' game wasn't even about him. We were up by a lot. It became a, a game management game in the second half. He was never unleashed. He was unleashed a little bit, not even to the fullest, I think, against Cardinals. But, yeah, shut some people up, which is what I was looking for. Really glad about it. So I think we're going to sh- start out the show before we get into football with, you know, it's 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 green jacket week. Never thought this week would come after the masters was postponed in the spring. The azaleas are not out. That's okay. The golf foliage looks incredible. It gets you a little slap on the ass. Taking a look at those autumn colors there. Um, (laughs) How do we want to do this? You boys have thoughts. Should we just talk about it? Well, I, Number one, I, I, I want to point out, it looks like we're going to have some inclement weather all weekend, rain on and off. However, I was reading today that the Masters, specifically Augusta National, has some insane drainage system on their greens, so it's not expected to affect the greens whatsoever. Um, so, yeah, I mean, It'll be interesting to see how the the Masters flows into my Sunday schedule with the NFL. We have a ton of NFL late games, specifically because of the Masters. I think it's the biggest four o'clock slate of the year. I think we only have about three or four one o'clock games, which is great. Um, I'm excited. I'm, I always like the Masters. I don't watch too, too much golf, but I'll tune into the majors. Masters always fun doing pools with your friends, etc., um, I mean, I have my three guys that, that I've locked in. I know John's made a lot of bets. I know, Chad, you're probably all in on Tiger again, just because that's what you do. Uh, you'd be surprised. Um, but yeah, the drainage, like Connor hit on it. They could throw hurricanes, tornadoes through there on Wednesday evening and nothing will stop it. Absolutely nothing. Um, Augusta's so, a force. Okay. They are. They're a unit. You could say they're a unit. ANC, Augusta National Golf Club. I said that wrong. So the only change we have for this year's Masters, don't know if you guys saw it. Don't know if you guys care, but I'll fill the folks in. Usually, you know, you're within 10 shots of the lead after Friday's round. You make the cut. Usually it turns out to be about 50 guys, depending on the tiebreakers. But if you're within 10 shots of the lead or thereabout, you make the cut. It's different this year. Uh not exactly sure how it works, but the top 50 in the world ranking automatically make it to the weekend. And then there will be some others that are in the top. If there's others outside the top 50 in the world rankings that are currently on, you know, the front page of the leaderboard, I believe they make it to the weekend. So a little different this year. I think it is COVID related. Don't know if it's a long term thing, but it looks like a lot of the uh, the favorites and a lot of the fan favorites will be allowed around for the weekend, regardless of how they play Thursday and Friday. So let's let's just go around. Let's just we'll give names who who we're liking. You know, um, I can start first guy. I'll just go. I'll throw chalk out there to start. I believe he has the second best odds at this moment in time. That's Dustin Johnson. Um. Had about as good of a year as anyone else on tour yet to win a Masters. This could be his weekend. Hits the ball a long way and um, hits it straight most of the time. So I think he is, you know, I locked in Dustin Johnson 
minus 110 to finish in the top 10. I need to, we need to, we need to rewind. Chad, what did you say the cut rules were? Um, the top 50 in the world rankings, I believe, automatically make the cut. You lied. And, you lied. You lied. No, I did. You lied. Maybe the most egregious lie we ever had on air. I spent the last three minutes since you started that rule because I had like, there's no way this is true. I spent the last three minutes or so finding this. It is the low 50, the top 50 in the tournament make the cut. How do you confuse that with the top 50 in the world? That is the most <laughs> egregious lie we've ever had on air of the seventh rounders podcast. I cannot believe that you thought that's how it worked. Why would you? Cause I saw bets today. It's like tiger woods makes the cut. And then as soon as you said, I'm like, he's top 50. There's no way that bet would be listed. Are you kidding me, Chad? <laughs> I must now need to apologize to everyone because that not only was an egregious lie, the fact that you like didn't like think that through either. Like question, maybe uh, did I see this right? Like that's just a crazy thought. <laughs> so you have the floor now to to respond. Well, I just want to add in on Dustin Johnson. He did miss a couple tournaments due to COVID. He came back with a, I believe, a second place finish last weekend and. Where were we? In Houston last weekend, I believe. Um, so it doesn't seem like he's been affected too much by the layoff. Just not enough juice for me to bet Dustin Johnson this week. I also should make it known I only do outright bets. I don't really do top 10, top 15, 20. Um, but, I, I mean, you talked about him hitting the ball long. Everyone knows Bryson hits the ball long. I'll be fading Bryson all weekend. I don't think he's worth the bet as a favorite at all. Um, so my first guy I locked in was actually uh, Justin Thomas, plus 1,000 to win the tournament. I believe he has the fourth or fifth best odds. Uh, Masters are usually a big second shot tournament, and I like Thomas's iron play a lot. So he was my first guy that I locked in as an outright. <laughs> um. I was I was viciously lied to um, when told about how the cut line will work this week. So I'm not going to address you? it any more than that. Who told you? Who told you that's how it worked? I swear it was my dad. And I just didn't think twice. You didn't question it at all. You didn't think maybe maybe this, maybe this doesn't sound right. Maybe I misinterpreted what he said because thinking about it really doesn't make any sense. So, AJ, maybe we can go back and just cut out when I start talking there. Oh, just no. Have, like, enough oh, yeah, no. no. You got, you got to oh, eat no. that one. Oh. That so, one's going in the Hall of Fame. So, to cl- clarify, it, it used to be guys within 10 shots of the lead made the cut. Now it's just the top 50 after two yeah. days. Not just top 50 in the world. That doesn't make any sense. Realistically, we'll probably be pretty close to the original rule. So Okay. John, can you um? Yeah, it will be about the same. <laughs> John, who's your first golfer you're on the lookout for? So, all right. So I will preface this. I currently have ten bets on the Masters. Feels like a good number. They're not crazy. Uh, it's it's a lot of little smaller one unit or so plays out there. Do you guys want me to go through my props or go through my winners and then my props? You Whatever. Go your the, let's let's go okay. winners to props. Okay. Winners First props. winner I have is John Rahm. He uh, skipped a ball in on a crazy, the craziest hole in one I think I've ever seen. He's plus nine hundred. I just think he's he's he you know. And the thing is, I hate this guy. Can't stand him. So usually things I dislike, like Clemson, for example, go on to win things. I think he's such a little baby out there. But uh, he's a damn good golfer. Hasn't won one yet. I think he's been in the Masters just about every year he's been in the tournament. So I don't know. Maybe this is the one. Okay. 
Um, my next play uh, is Xander Shoffley, plus 1,400. He has about the six best odds. Xander is about the best. Xander is the best golfer in the world that has yet to win a major. Um, Better than John like, Rom? Yeah. He no, John Rom. Didn't, didn't John Rom beat um, Dustin Johnson in that tournament? Was that not a major earlier this year? Was not a major. When they both had like tournament. 50 footers yeah. or whatever. Yeah. That was crazy. Um, Xander hits the ball well, he hits it far. Short game is solid. You know, it seems like every major he's finishing in the top 10. So I definitely, I'm sprinkling two units on Mr. Xander Shoffley at plus 1,400. Okay. Okay. My, uh, my next outright is Patrick Cantley. I took him at plus 2,500. Uh, he's always in the mix. He's had a, a pretty consistent year. Plus twenty five hundred. I just I like him to stick around till till the last day, and that that's basically all I'm asking for with a with a bet at twenty plus twenty five hundred. Um, yeah, you just need your guys in there competing the last day, and anything can happen. So, Patrick Cantley plus twenty five hundred to win outright is my second winner for the tournament. I took him in a previous major this year, and he was so disappointing. Good luck. Um, <laughs> I have also Justin Thomas as my second pick plus a thousand course for him. Course fits his playing style. Good second shot golfer, good second shot course. Um, and he's won majors before he's moments, not too big. So, all right. My last, um, last pick more of a long shot this week, who is a former major champion not long ago, hasn't been an in the best form this year, but you know what? Anything can happen. And I'm going to go with Gary, Gary Woodland plus 6,500. This is going to be a major hit or miss. Uh, Woodland hits the ball far and um, stuff. Has a beer, but I'm going to sprinkle a little on that. I like those odds. Okay. Uh, My last golfer, this is a true long shot. I took Justin Rose at plus 5,000. Um, just love the value there. He's a guy that's shown he can win before. Uh, I think he opened the tournament at about 80 to 1, um, which is even more ridiculous. But even 50 to 1, I'll take a flyer on him. Uh, I think if you can get a guy that's shown that he can win before and win majors before, it's just, just it was too good of juice for me to pass up. So I'll take Justin Rose plus 5,000 as my third and final guy to win. Yep, that's mine. I have Justin Rose plus 5,000. Exactly. He plays historically well at the Masters. He's finished second twice. He has not won. He did get cut last year, but in his 14 starts, he has... He has six top top 11s. Actually, he's also in a 12th and a 14th. So, I mean, feels like he's due. He hasn't been playing well, but 5,000 is way too much value to pass up on him with how well he plays at Augusta. So, you never know. Yeah. Now uh, I, I, we could win a nice one together if it's JT. Uh, listen, if Justin Rose or if Justin Rose wins the tournament, I'll be a very happy, happy man. Yeah. Come Tuesday for payouts. Um, I didn't bet any props. Um, John, would you like to to walk us through some of those? What was going through your head? Sure. Do you, now, do you, do you bet? You just bet top top tens, et cetera. You didn't bet any matchups. I you did oh, bet no. one matchup, I believe. I, I dip my toes in a couple areas. Chad, do you have anything else, or do you want me to just go? Um, 
I can go quickly. I, I won't spend a lot of time talking about them, but first day matchups I have Xander Shoffley minus 175 over Jason Kokrak. Um, like I said, I love Xander, and uh, this matchup was available, so why the frig not? I also have Shane Lowry um, versus Tiger Woods. I just, wow. um, I don't know. Shane Lowry's played all right this year. I just don't see it as the week for the form or the reigning Masters champion, I should say. And then I have Brooksy Kepka minus 125 over Ryan Fitzpatrick for Thursday. Ryan Matt Fitzpatrick. Fitz, Matthew Fitzpatrick. <laughs> uh, same now, person. Some, something on Brooks Kepka real quick. If, if he it falls a little bit behind on day one, I might be looking about him going into Friday or Saturday. Yeah. Uh, he's good playing from behind, but I just didn't like, I think he's 16 to one to open the tournament. I just didn't love it off the rip. Okay. Um, and then I also have in terms of other props, I had Xander finishing in the top 15. I had got that at minus minus one ten. Um, and then Dustin Johnson finishing in the top 10. I also was at minus one ten, which I liked John. Go ahead. Eloquent. Um, yeah, so we can start tomorrow. I have a couple of day one Thursday bets just to feel something. I haven't bet yet this week, uh, after I had a big week followed by a horrible week. So took a few days, clear the mind. Uh, first one is Jason Day. Uh, I have Jason Day to win round one plus 3000 odds. Think that is just juicy as it gets. Um, round one leader bets are fun as hell. Yeah, it's the first time I've done one of these. Uh, so I don't know. Jason Day, again, similar to Rose. He has historically performed at a very high level at Augusta. He has not yet won, though. He's got a, a second place. He's got a third place, uh, a tenth. The worst he's finished is 28th, and last year he finished tied for fifth. Um, I think he's – and he also finished fourth this year in the PGA, so he performed well in one major earlier this year. He has been hurt. He's had a lot of back issues. That's why you haven't heard his name much, I feel like, lately, but – um, I think he's extremely slept on for day one value at plus 3000. I feel like he's also a kind of guy and I could be wrong if he's in this tournament, if he's, if he's on, if he's sharp, he's got a great Thursday, Friday to set him up for the weekend. So I don't know. Again, I don't know. We'll see. Why not at that value? Another, another name to keep an eye on like Jason Day is Bubba Watson has performed historically well at the masters. I, I, I eyed him for a potential first round leader, but, um, I'll, I'll be, I'll ride Jason Day with you. Hell yeah, we let's can, go. We can have some fun with that. The yeah. day train. The day train. Um, my other Thursday bet I have is it's a three-way grouping. It's John Rahm, Bryson DeChambeau, Louis Oosthuizen. I have John Rahm to win the group plus 140. Uh, so hopefully that one will hit and can make back my day bet if he isn't able to win round one. But again, I thought there was great value there. I think DeChambeau is plus 115 there, and I quite honestly don't care for him this week. Although... Segue into my next bet. I kind of wish I didn't place it because I didn't look at the weather before this, but it's okay because I put less than a unit on it. DeChambeau, longest drive of the weekend, over 390 and a half yards. Saw so he's going to pull out a 48 yard dri- or 48 inch driver. Um, I think if he does perform poorly, he's just going to try to hit the ball as far as he can. So uh, I don't know. Again, I don't know. I'm going to keep saying that. Now, now that bet spans the entire weekend. Yeah. I'm assuming. If he misses the cut, he has to play 36 holes for it to count. If he withdraws early, it doesn't count. Um, then I've got Bubba Watson. You touched on him. I got him finishing better than 22nd. Same reason. Just performs well at the masters. Top 22 feels feasible. Um, he's been a popular play I've seen. So I was like, why not? Uh, and then we get into the top 10 bets. Got two of those. Chad, I have Dustin Johnson as well. 
that is the only bet I have that's really over unit. So uh, we'll see if he can hit that. But I just think he's a shoe in uh, Tony Finau. I've got in the top 10 as well. He's another guy. He has not really won anything, but he's always up there. Plus 280 value on him. I thought was plenty to to, uh, to not pass up. And then I have Brooks Kepka in the top five plus 350. I think that's the highest top five odds he's had in any major in the last three years. I was like, why not take it? Uh, so we'll see what happens. The, the thing with Kepka is he'll either miss the cut or he's going to be right there, is my opinion on it. Yeah, he screwed me. I think I put a ton on him in the top five in the last major of the year, and he finished like 25th. So hopefully he bounces back. I feel like he's too good to have two clunkers on a Sunday. It was a bad Sunday for him, if I remember correctly, that did him in. So he's too good for that to happen twice. Now, do you guys are you guys expecting a, a higher scoring Masters than usual? I don't know. That's a Chad question. Um, by higher, do you mean worse scores? No, like uh, better scores. I I honestly I don't I have no idea. Like I'd rather say that than spew bullshit. I don't know what they're doing with the greens this week. I don't know how the greens react once, you know, the weather starts to turn. I mean, that's what it comes down to. If the greens are, are slower than they normally are, then there should be some better scores. Um, but if they're not um, combined with, you know, bad weather, then then we could see some penal penal play out there, some bad scores. Um, so, But I, I just don't know. Um, anything else on the Masters, or should we wrap up the week of football i think that's about it i'm excited to see uh the foliage on tv been really appreciating the foliage in north carolina lately sometimes you just got to go outside roll down the window just look at the trees look at the leaf colors this time of year wow it's probably snowing up there and looks like death in new york right now by this point it's been 70s the last four days do you still have leaves on the trees or is that coming no long gone history they're history um, so let's get into it. Week in review of football. Do you boys want to start with college and the NFL? John, I'll let you choose. Uh, I, I don't have much to talk about here at all in terms of college or NFL. I was last week was so discouraging. It was just a bad week. You know, I sent Connor my picks cause I forgot to send him sooner in the limo on the way to the wedding, uh, had consumed a couple champagnes by then. Turns out the picks ended up being atrocious. So I choose to block out last week of football. Never existed in my mind. Uh, Carolina sucks. I mentioned this. I can go and do it again. I hope Ole Miss smokes us this week. I hope Lane Kiffin has the greatest offensive game plan. Beats us so bad that the whole athletic department gets fired, starting with Ray Tanner because he needs to go because he can't make decisions. He should have stayed his baseball coach. I won't get into a South Carolina tangent, though. I, I really only have two things on college football. One, looking back in retrospect, Horrible decision for me to bet on BC against Cuse with a look-ahead game at Notre Dame. That was just piss poor on my part. Um, Did they lose? And no, they won, but it was an ugly game. It was the it was you know they were back and forth most of the game. I wasn't really worried BC was going to lose, but they just they just didn't bring it to the dome yeah. um, this weekend, which is expected. Two, I mean, I'll give props to Notre Dame. Uh, I mean, who knows if Lawrence plays if they win that game, but Ian Book looked resilient out there. They finally looked like they could match up with the speed of a, of a superior program. 
Travis Etienne's killing Clemson with these these fumbles for scores. He had one against BC two weeks ago, fumbled the pitch right into Notre Dame's hands this weekend. That was pretty much the difference in the game. Um, I truthfully thought Clemson was the better team and, and played better, but you know Notre Dame got got a defensive score. They got the stop in overtime when they needed it, uh, double overtime, and yeah, just process them. I won't touch too much on the, the students rushing the field. I don't know what the hell that was. Like, it came out of nowhere, but to be expected. Um, let's hope your sister stays safe at ND, Chad. Uh, cases are probably on the, the rise rapidly. But, yeah, good for Brian Kelly, good for Notre Dame. First big game that I can remember them winning in years. Yeah, literally. In that, years. Was, so, that was my yeah. yeah, I think you said it perfectly. I mean, Chad. I was – I was. go ahead, Connor. Or, John. Well, actually, you finish your thought, and then I have a question for you after your thought. I was just going to agree with Connor. I guess I uh, I was dead wrong on that game, and uh, Notre Dame showed up in a big spot, and Ian Book played by far the best game of his career. He brought it, um, and Brian Kelly put together an excellent game plan in that, listen, DJ Uyunglele is good, but... If you sell out to stop the run like Notre Dame did and, you know, let DJ beat you through the air occasionally, then it's a it's a recipe for success because Uyunglele will have huge plays, but he also can be inaccurate at times and, and miss some throws. So uh, I think Notre Dame played it perfectly and Notre Dame has by far the best offensive line in college football. And they were able to run it successfully. Clemson didn't get any pressure on Ian Book. Uh, so so props to them. They did what they needed to set themselves up really well looking down the road. Uh, can afford a loss now. Um, and outside of that, I mean, Georgia's a dumpster fire. Yeah. Um, oh, that game was I, – I could not have – that was my worst was bet of the weekend by yeah. far. That was a fucking disaster. They don't that have a quarterback. His fucking poor. That defense looked terrible. Kyle Trask looked like the fucking Heisman winner. I, I could I actually couldn't believe that game. They run seventy five yards for a touchdown the first play of the game. I think I saw Chad tweet yeah. out they give they give uh what's his face seven carries the rest of the game. I mean, I know they probably got off of their game plan a little. They did have a 14 nothing lead, I believe. They even had yeah. a pick six yeah. and they still got blown out. Just just disgraceful yeah. by Kirby Smart and staff. Yeah. Yep. You can't you can't recruit as well as Kirby Smart does and not, you know, show up for your rivalry game. Not a show up in a rivalry game, even with injuries and be not, you know, either be in the college football playoff every year or be a, you know, number five in the country. It just seems like year in and year out, Georgia is stung by their quarterback play. And it started back when they chose Jake Fromm over Justin Fields, which at the time, you know, was reasonable. Fromm led them his freshman year to the national championship game. So, you know, you can't place all the blame on on picking from that situation but to to you know roll two more years with from and see him digress over those two years is concerning and then to just have the mockery they do at quarterback this year is just an absolute joke and not game planning around it is embarrassing so that program's dead to me 
Um, Most disappointing teams in college football this year, easily Georgia and Penn State. Michigan. That's what I was going to – I'll give you Michigan too, yeah. What were you going to ask, John? Well, I was going to sneak over that game. I got two questions for you, Chad. What is Indiana's ceiling who just smoked Michigan? Michigan's dead, by the way. I think Indiana's ceiling is a New York Six Bowl. They're a good team. Indiana's quarterback can play. They they play real hard. I saw what's their coach Paul Allen is that his name? Yeah. Yeah. He was on the Pat McAfee show this week. New favorite. Best part of my day is, is watch the Pat McAfee show at lunch. But uh, coach seems like a charismatic, smart, well put together guy who can recruit. It seems like Indiana might be uh, turning the tide. Wish Carolina could hire someone like that, but they can't. Yeah. Um, Listen, Chad and I talked about this last week. Jim Harbaugh's resistance to adapt to spread offenses is just despicable. That guy yeah. thinks you can just run the ball right up the gut every single play. Him and Kirby Smart. Kirby Smart in, in, in a they belong in a a whole separate discussion. Those guys just think they're the fucking best, and they they just can't adapt. Yeah, they're just. Bad. It's crazy that that's the ones that get paid the most, too. And Muschamp with his fucking massive buyout. Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> and then, Chad, just BYU-Cincinnati. I know you like Cincinnati more. Why? And just give me your thoughts on those two teams. I love BYU now. I almost I almost wanted to slander them about four or five weeks ago when their whole team missed game because they all had COVID. But, damn, they're good. They blow everyone out. Uh, I mean, you're you're right. I I really like both teams. I think both should have a case at the end of the year for the playoff. Uh, I just think Cincinnati's defense is slightly better, and um, I, I really like the run game that Cincinnati has. That could, you know, as the weather gets colder and colder, I think that run game is going to be, you know, a big leg up. Uh, both teams, I don't think, have a lot of big games left, which is you know, a bummer. Their their schedule seems front loaded in that aspect. Um, but some of these big teams in the top ten keep losing. You know, there's a very good chance BYU and Cincinnati will have a say in this thing before the season's over. What might really come back to hurt BYU is uh I think Boise's quarterback got hurt on the second play of the game, maybe third play of the game. I think they were working with a third stringer by the end of it. Um I don't think it really would have made a difference. They slaughtered Boise, but I just hope that the committee doesn't hold that against them. Because um, that was that that was probably their biggest game of the year in terms yeah. of, of of style points. But Zach Wilson is a beast. He's now fifth favorite to win the Heisman at plus sixteen hundred. I was seeing some mock drafts had him going in the top ten now. Wow. I mean, that guy's flying up boards. He's athletic and throw the ball mm-hmm. i love their coach too i forget his name but the the hawaiian guy he fires me the hell up yeah i can't it's some uh, ridiculous i can't yeah, even pronounce it if i knew it there. yeah um, all right last, last couple notes i want to make usc arizona state game was awesome they didn't cut co- usc didn't cover for me but that comeback was incredible slavis with an absolute dime to i don't know the receiver's name looked like chris hogan um Drake, that, that uh, was Awesome Drake something. Game. I forget Drake his last name. Uh, Drake Houston. Drake, Drake Houston. Something like that. I don't know. But it, it was impressive. Both of their touchdowns in the last three minutes came on fourth downs. Um, yeah. Good really win for USC. Game. Good way to start the year. 
Yeah, I, I I really hope they do well. I would love to see USC come back to national prominence. I really would. Um, and then just quickly shout out to all these random teams in the top 25 still. Outside of Cincinnati and BYU, you have Coastal Carolina at 15th, Marshall at 16th, SMU at 19th, Liberty at 22, and Louisiana Lafayette at 25. I don't know what the hell's going on anymore. At end of the Liberty game, one of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen. Virginia Tech blocks the field goal for the win, but their coach calls a timeout and then Liberty hits the walk-off field goal. That was an incredible ending. Tough for VT. Well, fun fact, Liberty's starting running back, Josh Mack, Pittsburgh alum, 585 guy. All right. Shout out. And with that, uh, there wasn't big, it's a bad NFL slate, so we're not going to hit on any of that. Um, Falcons are playoff bounds. Falcons are playoff bounds. Falcons are back. And with that, we'll we'll cut to a quick break. All right. We're back. Thank you, AJ. Um, not a great slate for college football this weekend. I don't believe there's any ranked games. by the minute. I mean, the- yeah, we, we have four SEC games canceled already. I believe Maryland-Ohio State canceled. Um, I think there's at least two or three other games that are up in the air. So... This is bad, but let's hope that it's all just because of uh, the Halloween parties. Let's hope this is just a one-week thing, which I think it should be. Hopefully, we get back to normal. But yeah, I don't think wow, there's I didn't any even put matchups. that together. That that's probably why. Yeah, hundred percent. Right. That's pretty funny. <laughs> I I have a pick off the bat. It's a team we mentioned earlier. Um, and I was this line kind of gave me a concussion trying to figure it out because. I don't really know anything about Tulsa, but I'm taking Tulsa minus two and a half home against SMU. SMU is ranked 19th in the country at seven and one. Tulsa's three and one. Tulsa's favored. Would have never guessed that. And for that reason, I'm fa- I'm fa- fading Chad and I'm going Tulsa minus two and a half. Fun fact. I think Tulsa's had six games canceled due to COVID so far this year. That's just, it's tough, but For a similar reason, I'm actually taking Virginia Tech minus two at home versus ninth-ranked Miami, Florida. I couldn't believe this line when I saw it come out. Uh, I looked into a little bit. Sharp money coming in on VTech. Tough loss, like we mentioned, against Liberty. And I've been talking about it all year. I just, Miami, I don't think they're as good as they're ranked. So I think Virginia Tech's going to get up for this game. Big bounce-back spot. I'll take Virginia Tech minus two at home. Is it, is Florida game being played? Florida, Florida Arkansas? game. Florida game is currently. I believe. Let it's me being check. Played. I, I believe I it's, it's being on. played. Yeah. I yeah I believe it's being played. I think it's being played. Let's see. Give me give me one second okay. here. I have a list of games being canceled. Yep, only SEC games postponed as of today are Bama, LSU, Georgia, Missouri, A&M, Tennessee, Auburn, Mississippi State. Okay, well, I'm taking Florida minus 17 and a half against Arkansas. <clears throat> I don't know why. I mean, Ar- Arkansas has got to lose a game against the spread at some point. They're 6-0 yeah, they so been far. Piping hot against the spread, That's, that is a big reason why. Uh, the line movement's already moved more towards Florida with more money on Arkansas or more bets on Arkansas. So I don't know. Go Gators. 
The, I mean, the Gators are damn good. I know Arkansas has got a <coughs> solid defensive team, but so is – I mean, Georgia's better, and they just blew the doors off Georgia. So, I mean, Florida's offense is looking terrifying. To Big stop. thing to keep an eye out, um, Pitts is questionable for the game right now. I think he's going to play. I don't know if you guys saw oh. it last week, but that guy got – he almost got killed last week against Arkansas's, Georgia. Arkansas's coach is out with COVID, so that's that's the main reason. That's why. Almost forgot. Yeah, but I do think Pitts is going to play. I think he's on track. I think he just has to pass concussion protocol. Even if he doesn't, I don't think they need him. They didn't need him last week, so. Okay. So my next pick, and I'm shocked Connor didn't take this off the rip, so I'm 100% stealing it from him. Um, I mean, I have, if it's Boston College plus 14, I have it. Buying, I'm throwing that mortgage on Boston College plus 14, home against Notre Dame. Um Notre Dame, you know, off of a big win, I could see where they come back down to earth a little bit. BC played Clemson tough, obviously. And this exemption game for Notre or Clemson's or <laughs> Boston College quarterback, how do you say his last name? Jerkic? Phil Jerkovic. Jerkovic. Yeah. Jerkovic. It's the, it's the Phil Jerkovic revenge game. Brian, Brian Kelly keeps talking shit about this guy. For whatever reason, even this week, he came out and said, you know, Ian Book was better. I, I saw a post Ian Book made the day Jerkovic transferred that said his circle got smaller. Like, fuck both of them. Jerkovic's had a better year than Ian Book. He's going to come out. We're going to fucking we're going to play hard just like we did against UNC, just like we did against Clemson. I think this is the game we finally get it done. I think I, I locked them in at a two unit play. On the spread, plus 14. I also sprinkled a unit on the money line at plus 350. I'm all aboard the Halfley train. This is going to be the first signature win of his career. I'm calling it right now. Wow. A big letdown game on the horizon for Notre Dame Power it, It's It's also Boston College's red bandana game, which I know you guys might not be familiar with. It is always we, – we have the game once a year to honor Wells Crowther, 9-11 hero. My freshman year, that is the game. We beat number nine, USC, at home. I get good vibes with the red bandana game. We're wearing sick unis. They're going to win the game. This makes me love Boston College even more. I'm aroused. I'll say it. Was that your pick, too, at the same time? Yeah, that's my second block, yes. Okay. All right. I'm going to go down to big – you know what? I'm going to come back to that one because I'm horrified someone's going to take this one from me and I want it to be in the middle of the graphic. They're back. They're back. They're back at their time. We're talking nighttime, West Coast, 10.30 p.m. The Utah Utes back in action, minus three on the road at UCLA in Hollywood. Give me the Utes. Jake Bentley's first game as a starting quarterback for Utah. Knowing how bad South Carolina is this year, he's going to pop off despite us. Utes minus three. God, it feels good to say that again. Utah had their first game canceled due to COVID, right? Don't know. But they're back this week, baby. All right. And my last one, um, I failed miserably with the uh, the USC over. Wait, did they cover? No, no. they didn't. No. So I'm taking USC Arizona under 68 this week. I'm snip-snapping this one. I'm, I'm going under. I had success with Pac-12 unders last year, so I'm getting back on the train. Give me the under in that game. Donna. 
All right. My last pick. So I feel better about this week already. Last week I had all favorites as my locks of the week. I knew I was doomed from the start. I already got BC out of the way as, as a plus 14 dog. Um, my last pick. This I will say this slate was incredibly hard to navigate with all the missed games and not very good games, not many ranked matchups. Um, one game I've had my eye on is Iowa at Minnesota. Iowa is currently three and a half point favorites on the road. I think this Minnesota team is garbage. I don't think Iowa's very good either, but I'm going to take Iowa minus three and a half on the road at Minnesota last lock of the week. All right. That is a Friday Friday game, 7 p.m. for everyone listening. Wow. Okay. So let's transition over to the uh, NFL. No, 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 Guy misses one show, and Chad thinks he only has two picks to offer. Chad's having just a mistake-riddled episode so far. Um, you you know what to... it is? Chad just started working, like, last month. Yeah. The guy hasn't settled into the, the work life yet. He's tired every day. He just... Yep. It's like the first year when you get the you get the soul sucked out of you, and then by year three you're just kind of you're just a cog in the machine. So yes, I I uh, that's the, that is the truth. You know, I um I almost missed the episode today. I fell asleep at five o two, and All thought right. it'd be a quick two minute nap. <laughs> I'm I'm not enough of you. Okay, we're going down to Big Twelve country. We're te- this game is terrible. This would be a contender for a relevant game of the week. Baylor's on the road. I think they're one and. In- four against two and five Texas Tech. Uh, we're going we're, we're in Lubbock. We're going Texas Tech, Red Raiders, money line, minus 120. I don't know. Again, I don't know. I feel I, good about I, these three this week, though. I feel like every other week I feel really good about them. Every other week I feel like, eh, and then it ends up being a really good week or really bad week. So just hang on. Hang on for the an, ride. An, another game I was curious about, just because I've seen how the lines moved, Wisconsin's back this week against Michigan. They've moved from minus one to minus four and a half. On the road. They've I'm taken terrified. a ton of bets. I'm that's terrified, probably why. terrified to bet it. I, probably I just think that's an interesting game. That's Yeah, I probably won't touch that one. Onward and onbound to the National Football League. There are some crazy lines this week. Um, a lot off. of concussion-riddled lines. Is, is um, Washington Detroit canceled? Does that have a spread or no? Detroit I, I is think, a three I, and a half point favorite. No, I, I think that the uh, it, it got taken off the board because I don't think they know who's starting at quarterback for Washington. And I think it's unclear if Stafford will be starting this week as okay. well because he got hurt at the end of their game against okay. Minnesota. Okay. Chad, who do you like? Who's your first lock? Right. I am going to start this off. And I'm going to go right to the Sunday night game. I like Baltimore minus seven and a half at New England. New England's a bad football team. Really bad. Um, you know, I don't like this game in this in this time frame. You know, I think it should be Miami Chargers Sunday night, but no one cares what I think. So I'm going to still pick it anyways. I'm going Baltimore minus seven and a half. Okay. You son of a bitch. I actually, uh, I bet this line early in the week. I got Ravens minus seven. It's also my lock of the week. I, I just, 
I got really lucky betting the Pats against the Bills a couple weeks ago. Bet the Pats against the Jets at minus seven. Pats are not a good football team this year. They really aren't. So I'll I'll, I'll take the Ravens minus seven as well. I don't think they are either. Uh, it's a tricky board this week. I'll be honest with you. Um, I'm going to go ahead and take the Carolina Panthers plus five and a half against Tampa Bay at home. Teddy covers. Teddy covers. Teddy. I need to. I need to. Yeah. Teddy covers. Uh, the Bucks just got shellacked by the Saints. So, you know, I'm interested to see how they respond to that. Obviously, the Panthers are not quite as good as New Orleans, but. Uh, we're going to go with Teddy Two Gloves. All right. I'm going to follow that up with, I'm going to take Indianapolis in a pick em. I don't know how it's a pick em. So this is... A, Miss me ever betting on Phillip Rivers again this season. <laughs> no, that's I, a Thursday night game, Chad. Am I not allowed to bet that? No, you can. It's just tomorrow. Yes. I want you to be aware of that. I I am aware. I, I also want to note. I also want to note. Colts just got a positive COVID test today. It's unclear whether that game will be played on Thursday. Good chance it gets postponed to Sunday, but should be played this week. All right, I'm taking Indianapolis money line regardless. Okay. My second pick of the week. This is my whale play of the weekend. Two units. Philadelphia Eagles minus three against the New York Giants. Uh, I got a couple stats for you guys. Uh, road favorites coming off of a bye since 2003, 64-30-2 against the spread. Eagles had a bye last week. They are on the road as a favorite. I love that. Second stat, this is one of the craziest stats I've seen in a while. I don't know how Daniel Jones is still the quarterback of the New York Giants. This man is 4-0 and versus the Washington football team in his career. He is 1-16 and 16 against everyone else in the NFL, and he has lost 16 straight. If you guys remember, he came in against Jameis Winston, uh, his first start, and won that game. He has not won a game against a team not from Washington in his entire career since his first start. That is horrible. So Eagles, max bad. play, minus three. Okay. Very smart of you. I like that bet. Um, I'm going to go out west now. Tough game to read. Go, I'm actually very excited for this one. Uh, I'm taking Arizona minus two. It's been a while since I had the Cardinals on here. Arizona minus two at home against Buffalo. Buffalo coming off a massive, probably their biggest win, definitely their biggest win of the year at home, blowing out Seattle. Might be a little bit of a letdown game. I think Arizona's pissed off that they lost to Miami. They really didn't play too poorly. Um they had a tough time defensively, but I I want to ask on that game, do you think the Kingsbury call to kick the field goal was the deciding factor in that game? I thought those were two very evenly matched teams. Yeah. His poor call by him to kick it on fourth and one. I think they went they went for it on fourth down and got stuffed towards the end of the game, if I remember correctly, Chad. And I it, the play call was poor. It was like a run up the middle. I don't know why they didn't do something with Kyler where he get him running outside. I thought that was the mistake, not necessarily the field goal. But, um, yeah, so I'm going Arizona. Okay. I also really hope that – I really hope they win that game. Really, if, really. If, if there's anything the NFL's taught me, you can never get too high on a team going from week to week, and you never can oh, get too low. 
it's just so up and down um, outside of maybe like the Chiefs who seem to find a way to win almost every week. But I, I, I really do like that pick. I think the it's all it's it's hard traveling across the country as well. It is. As, as we've seen time and time again. My last pick, I am I'm taking the Dolphins uh, minus three against the Chargers. I think it's absolutely embarrassing that they're only a three point favorite. That's essentially saying a neutral neutral site. They're even teams, which is a joke. Vegas giving Miami no credit to this point. So I'm going to the Dolphins minus three. I I should let it be known. I also bet. the Dolphins minus two and a half. I'm slightly worried that Vegas is laying a fat trap for me in that game, so I'm not going to use it as a lock of the week. But the the Chargers find ways to lose games. I feel pretty good about the Dolphins winning that. Um, my last lock of the week, I, I'm very nervous about this one as well, but my last lock of the week is the Seahawks plus one and a half against the Rams. Seahawks defense is bad, really bad. Rams are coming off a bye. Rams getting a lot of bets. But Russell Wilson turns the ball over four times last weekend. They lose by 10. Um, I just like Wilson to bounce back. He's 13-8-2 against the spread coming off of an against the spread and straight-up loss. And he's 18-5 and five straight up in that game. So, honestly, I wanted to take the money line. But it was plus 100 versus minus 110 for the Plus one and a half. I'll take the the one and a half points just in case. Um, so Seahawks plus one and a half at Los Angeles. It's my third lock of the week. All right, and now the eye gal. Oh my God, this guy hates you, Josh. He hates you. Guys yawning during my picks. I, he put just an enormous yawn, double yawn out there as Connor's going through. He skips me twice. Sad. You need I to get not to, not to mention he lied to everyone earlier in the show about the Masters. This guy has no idea what he's doing today. You know what's funny? He we for years, me and Connor on air, more so off air, we're like, Chad, just wait until you're in the working world. Just wait until you do this. You come off, you go to record after a long day. He's making fun of me for falling asleep, which I didn't really fall asleep. I was just shut my eyes last year. Chad is I don't he's mentally been asleep this entire episode so i know what this feels like and i'm with that going to go to my third pick chad am i allowed to do that yeah but i think i'm thinking we should implement something where if you bail on a week you should be downgraded to only two picks from now on i think that's a good way to uh do it you should be penalized yourself here you're trying to save yourself here it's not happening (sighs) not happening um I am going to also go – no, I'm not. Uh, New Orleans minus nine and a half against San Francisco. I think that team yeah. is unstoppable right now. I don't believe Jimmy G is back. I hope I'm, I hope I'm right on that assessment. Uh, even if he is, he's definitely not going to be 100%. I saw Moster is going to be out again this week. Yeah, Garoppolo George, will not be back. Garoppolo George, will not be George back. Kittle still out. Um, they don't have much to work with there. Um, well, one of my, one of my only easy bets last week was the Packers on Thursday yeah, night. Literally should yeah. hit the fans starting on Friday, but no, sorry on Saturday. Um, but I, the saints are looking again, like maybe the best team in the NFC. Uh, you couldn't say that early in the year, but they're clicking on all cylinders. 
Breeze is Breeze again. Kamara is unstoppable. The defense looks really strong. Um, and the Niners outside of Debo and Brandon Ayuk on offense are injured everywhere. Uh, and I don't think Nick Mullins is going to do a terribly great job getting them the ball. Um, throughout the course of the entire game, their defense uh, got gouged by the Packers. So give me the Saints minus nine and a half. All I right. like that play under 10. I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I worry a little bit of the Saints coming off of like a, maybe one of the maybe the most impressive win this year. Um, but. Yeah, I, I like the pick. I, I don't I don't see any any fault in that. I, it's just a lot of points for me, so I'll probably be avoiding the game altogether. All right. Chat. There's really stop. only one. Chat. Mute. Mute yourself when you yawn. Are you kidding me? You, you're gonna you're under like a membership review after this. This has been such a lackluster episode on your end. Like if we were to give report cards, it's a solid F. There's no doubt about it. John, um, you're the one that started the episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hurry up! Stop talking. Blah 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 blah. blah. Yeah, that was actually before the episode, episode, though. You were late. That wasn't on here. You were late. You were late. You almost slept through the episode. You you admitted you were sleeping during the episode. My God. Over the last hour. I mean, you you were like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers last weekend. You just you're sleepwalking through the motions. You're getting your ass kicked. All right. You just don't have. Not even With that being said, there's there's only one game that can be considered for the irrelevant game of the week this week, in my opinion. And it's the Texans versus the Browns. Oh, yeah. I don't hate it. I don't hate it at all. I mean, Washington-Detroit is too, but that one doesn't have a line, so I don't really think we can bet that one. Yeah. What was that flash? That was that God. Flash? I didn't see flash at all, so. Did you see that flash? Is John hallucinating? Dude, my computer just flashed. Like, the whole screen just flashed like someone took a picture. That was so weird. That's the oh, FBI checking in. That's with you. scary, dude. All right, well, that's a situation to monitor. Um. Anyway, okay. I'm on the Browns minus three and a half. Texans one and seven against the spread. They're just they're shitty, and their run defense is horrible. I think the Browns get Nick Chubb back this week. They I could do. be wrong, but they I do. think he does come back. I expect a heavy dose of him and Kareem Hunt. So I'm on the Browns minus three and a half. Cleveland minus three. I will be going Texans plus three. Fair. Stop the count. All right. Um, <laughs> on the last call. <laughs> Stop the count is what I was saying when uh, I bet on Georgia and Florida kept scoring every drive. Fucking unbelievable. Same with the Cox, dude. Jesus Christ. All right. Last call. Chad, what are you thinking? Are you thinking about anything right now? I don't yeah. think so. So I'm thinking about the Indians. What a dog shit franchise the Indians are. My God, they've had a solid team for the last, you know, five years in the playoffs consistently. And they just are so cheap. It's ridiculous. It's known that they're they're looking to move Lindor before, um, you know, the 2021 season gets started because they can't pay the guy. I mean, my God, they trade Clevenger because they can't afford him. Uh, Before long, it's going to be Jose Ramirez. They're going to try and move. It's just a poorly run franchise that refuses to pay any good players. So I'm mad at the Indians. Hate them. That's my last call. Okay. Um, 
you know, I, I'd like to consider myself the resident NBA fan of this podcast. Um, yeah. We have the draft in a little over a week. We have the season coming back December 22nd. Uh, going to be the shortest offseason in, in pro sport history, 71 days. Um, we also get college basketball back uh, in the next couple weeks here. I did see a game already got canceled due to COVID, so that, that has me a bit concerned. Um, but on the NBA topic, uh, more specifically, James Harden came out and he said today that uh, if the Rockets decide to blow it up, he, he has narrowed it down to three teams in mind, the Miami Heat, the Brooklyn Nets, and the Philadelphia 76ers. I think there's a very good chance he ends up in Philly with Daryl Morey. Um, so James Harden could be on the move. That'll be very interesting. Chris Paul also being rumored to pair up with Giannis in Milwaukee. Um, I'm excited to get the NBA back. Um, that, that's about it. Oh, we got basketball coming back all around, and I'm excited. I'm really excited for college basketball. We didn't get our 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 fair share of it with the tournament getting canceled last year, so I'm excited to see that. And sorry to the Syracuse fans for Dior Johnson's decommitment yesterday, but you can't really expect five stars going to play for Jimmy B anymore. Just not the program it once was. RIP Syracuse basketball. Hey, I'm killed a guy. (laughs) Um, From one. No. Yeah. From one old guy to another last call here, Tony LaRussa. Maybe the quote of the year comes out regarding Mr. Tony. R.I.P. R.I.P. Chad, it was funny. Bayheim killed a guy, dude. He did. He literally killed a guy. Yeah, on that note, the family's Why suing Bayheim over the death. I, I mean, sued him. They sued him the day, that, and then later in the day, that guy decommitted. Something's going on up there, dude. The It's just Syracuse, New York. It's classic Syracuse, New York. It's classic Syracuse. 80-year-old Hall of Fame, maybe senile basketball coach, hit a guy with his car on the way home from a game. Um, Tony LaRusa got arrested for DUI, told the cop, what did he That was a really cop? good transition from, from, from one driving incident to another yeah. driving incident. Good segue. Did you see my ring? I'm a Hall of Fame baseball person. I'm legit. I'm a Hall of Famer, brother. You're trying to embarrass me. Chad, I feel like that's something you would say. I, I, so, I love that. I love that. Right. I love that he said he's a, he's a baseball person. He didn't yeah. say he's a coach, a player. He's just a baseball person. Chad pull out his like UVA master's diploma and be like you you see me you see this i'm a hall of fame podcaster you see this um so that's Not part the other part microsoft you're listening get your shit together i'm trying to give you 500 bucks for the series x you won't let me buy the damn thing and that's a show microsoft help me out with that hashtag we're going to start a fund a GoFundMe for john to Please. finance it's not the finance. They, they, you literally can't buy them. It's yeah. the PS5 too. They like they just don't the sell them anymore. Screen twenty times and you, it's literally won't let me get through. It says always an error occurred. I might have ten Xboxes and five thousand dollar charge on the way. <laughs> I'll keep you posted. Yeah. All right, and with that, we sail off, and we'll talk to you next week. Everyone, enjoy your weekend. Stay safe. Love you guys. Peace. Thank you for listening. Productions by AJ Bradbury.